This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. The Star Wars saga continues with a special limited engagement of The Empire Strikes Back, starting November 19th. That's Solo movie. Returning to your galaxy, November 19th, 1980. Still an old movie, but like, no longer in the realm of the 70s. <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I am your host. Um, I didn't come up with Darth Blaze again. Probably. It's Darth Blaze. All the time, Darth Blaze. And as always, is my co-host, Xavier. Hello. Uh, hello. Anyways, so, on today's episode... to do this podcast. Just... You had to force Get it. me? Force. Ah. The force. Gotcha. The force. Also, I got so, I got another haircut, if you haven't noticed since the last episode. My, uh, um, my hair's slightly shorter. Okay. I mean, you've, you. you've seen me before, uh, before we started doing the podcast. Last time I saw you, I already had this haircut, so you probably don't see a difference. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we got Darth Vader doing stuff. Well, one we thing got... I noticed is they didn't they didn't make the uh, lightsabers colored again. Darth Vader didn't have a red light sta- lightsaber. Hmm. So we found that out, and apparently that was just because those these trailers came out before the movie was fully edited, so it actually wasn't part of the original movie apparently. It was just a edited trailer without the the coloring yet. Interesting. 
And I do like finding these old trailers because, you know, I can't find the old version of the original version, the original cuts of these Star Wars uh, movies. And I wish I could see the original cuts because I've never actually seen the original cut. I've only seen the remastered cuts. And that's what's right. on the Disney Plus. Um, so it's kind of interesting seeing all these kind of bad special effects, but I like the bad special effects because it's cool to see what, I mean, this is a very, Star Wars is a very out there movie for the time. Like they did a crazy movie that didn't fully have the technology to do what they were doing and they did it. Um, yeah. special effects, I mean, are pretty incredible for the time period, you know? Yeah, and the story, yeah, the story is also pretty well put together for what it is. Like, like we've got like we got a bunch of space people, space magical psychic people, blah, 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 all doing space fun magicals. space magical psychic mm -hmm. stuff to each other. Sure, sure. It is. It's it's fun stuff, and this this movie right here is said to be among the greatest sequels of all sequel history. I mean... It is pretty good. It's good times. Yeah. Alright, here's that is, the synopsis. That is what people, that is what people seem to uh, seem to agree upon. Like, like uh, Star Wars The Emperor Strikes Back is one of the greatest sequels of all time. We'll also get to yeah. uh, the la last episode of this trilogy and uh, next time we get to, you know, Star Wars. And we will... And that... That will be a pretty good sequel as well because that'll, like, wrap things up and all that. And all that good old jazz. And let me just say, Princess Leia is, um... kissing a lot of dudes today. <laughs> she sure is and like um, and Luke at the, at the beginning of the movie get, gets a kiss from Leia it's like he's in pain but then he's like gets a kiss from Leia it's like oh yeah this is pretty cool right right hon mm, incest <laughs> alright well, well here's your some incest but nonetheless uh uh, yeah, well, these things, accidental incest happens, I guess. <laughs> um, so here's the synopsis for Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. It is a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the Rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters, led by Luke Skywalker, have established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space! 
And if you didn't gather, that is the opening crawl from Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I gathered. Yeah. Darth Vader kind of goes through like a, uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of an anti-crisis, if you will. Like he finds out, oh, my children have survived. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't realize they're his children. He said, he says, um, Palpatine says that like, I have no doubt that these are the, that this is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. But yeah, but Darth Vader doesn't know that at the beginning until Palpatine tells him. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that now. It's like, um, he he finds this out at this point. He's like, okay, yeah, my uh. The love of my life, who I accidentally killed, find, find, thought that uh, children died in childbirth. Now I learned that they're alive. I think Palpatine is also is. saying. I think Palpatine is also just saying Luke might be the child of Anakin. I don't think he mentions Leia, right? Because I don't yeah, think he they does, know. He doesn't mention Leia. I don't think they um, knew that Leia was going to be a sister. Well, no, they might have. Or they just... Because there is a line where Yoda says... When uh, when uh, Obi-Wan says to Yoda, he's our final hope. And Yoda says, there is another. <laughs> There's another? So they referred to Leia, but I don't know if they knew it was Leia that they were going to go with. Right. Is, is that but other one... Was is that other one actually Leia? Yeah, she's she's force I sensitive. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that that was that they were referring to Leia there, huh? I believe they were referring to Leia because she is his sister, meaning she's also strong with the force. Right. Leia just never trains in. In the books, future books, Leia does train with the Force. Obviously, she uses the Force in the uh, the new sequel trilogy, but she does in the books they do train. She does train with the Force. Luke right, trains I, I her. I think it was in Episode Eight that when when she uh, does the thing that she does. I'm not going to spoil, of course. Right, right, right. Um. She does show some signs of, you know, being force sensitive and and you know utilizing that force sensitivity. Again, I will not spoil that because we are at episode five, and that is three episodes in the future, of which we will get to in you know a later episode. But anyways, yes. though. So anyways, very, they are yeah, on this, this very... really cold ass planet. Cold ass planet. They're on the cold ass planet, and a probe yeah. shows up. And, and you don't know, probe... planets are really big. Like, you don't know if they were just on a cold part of a planet that's just, you know... They say the ice planet Hoth. Mm -hmm. So it, it's literally described as an ice planet. thing with Star Wars is, like, you don't have, like, planets like Earth where there's multiple different um, things on the whole world. It's like Biomes. every planet is specific. They, they, it, like one planet is a like a fire magma planet. The other planet's an ice planet. Like it's all all the planets are just one thing. Yeah, it's a, but 
And it's amazing to me as well, like, with, uh, with how, like, you've got this cold-ass planet, as you, as you refer to it as, and <laughs> you've got, like, Hoth, that's a cold planet, you've got, what was the, I don't remember the, uh, the volcanic planet in episode three, I don't remember the name Mustafar. of that one. Mustafar. Mustafar, yeah. Um, Mustafar. And, like, it's amazing that, like, these planets are derived from being, you know, hot, being cold, I mean, the hot planet being volcanic, and yet people, and yet people just being able to casually live there, or breathe there, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, not casually, I guess, but, like, but they don't need any sort, for, sort of, like, they don't need any form of, like, um, real, you know, spacey protection. Like, Venus is known for being hot. But if we tried to go onto the surface of Venus without a spacesuit, we'd die in seconds. Not just from the heat. We'd die from, you know, the sulfuric gases, a lot of the, uh, the just the pressure of the atmosphere kind of crushing you. You know, you'd also asphyxiate because there's no breathable oxygen. So. This is sci-fi, not science. Yeah, but it, yeah, but let, dude, why are you running on my phone? I'm trying to, I'm trying to destroy people's love for this stuff. Okay. And you know what? Anywho, there is no reason for these planets to have any form of habitability. Well, on Hoth, we get uh, Luke getting attacked by a wampa. Um. And that, that's, that is Solo. when he dies. Just end of the movie. He this is the greatest sequel of all time. Luke dies yeah. and on of like being frozen to death. Uh, Han doesn't go save him or anything like that. He just kind of freezes to death there. You hear um you hear <laughs> Obi-Wan, ever the ever the lovely master, go like, Oh, I can see you're freezing to death. Um you should meet my master, Yoda. He's a He's on a planet far from here. Uh, um, Luke? Oh, oh, hey, you're right next to me. Hello. Oh, hi, Master. Um, I'm glowing blue. <laughs> and that is the end of the movie. Han Solo saves Luke. And it's the only time that Han Solo uses a lightsaber to cut open a tauntaun. And throw Luke in, which sounds disgusting to keep him warm. Disgusting, but it's a small price to pay to, you know, survive. Indeed. Darth Vader finds out that they're there and it sends troops to attack. Then we get the AT-ATs. <laughs> but, the AT I'm sorry, I cut, I cut, I'm cutting you off. Um, the way you said, the way you let off with that was like, um, you're basically like, exit off from, like, one topic. You see, Han finally uses a lightsaber, and he uses it to cut open a tauntaun and put, <laughs> put Luke into it. And then we lead that off with, um, Darth Vader finds out where they are. That makes it sound like Darth Vader's, like, so grossed out by the situation. Like, or better yet, the Force is so grossed out by the situation, Darth Vader notices the disgustingness in the Force. <laughs> it's oh, like I'm trying to trying to get through the synopsis so we can talk about it and uh i haven't got past like 10 minutes of the movie 
Okay. Anyways. Um, they defend, uh, fight off the attack and Luke leaves and goes to Dagobah to find the great master Yoda. Yep. We get our first he's appearance a little, of Yoda. He's a little gremlin, little food thief. Little food thief. Um, and uh, trains. The rebellion continues. Han stays with Leia. They go to Cloud City. Uh, get tricked by. Um. Why am I not thinking? Con- or. Calrissian, Lando Calrissian. They go to Cloud City, meet up with Lando. Lando already had the Empire waiting for him. They kidnap Han and Luke, use them as bait, gives Han to uh, to Boba Fett by cryogenically free- freezing him, which I don't know if yep. you know this. Couple things. The whole freezing Luke thing, or Han Solo thing, happened for kind of a big reason. Did you know that Harrison Ford has constantly wanted to be out of Star Wars? He didn't want to keep doing it. <laughs> they were still I in contract negotiations with episode, uh, during Episode Five. And essentially, they agreed to do this, and depending on how the negotiations go, is whether this is Han's death scene, or Han's, you know, coming back. So they put him in a situation where they could write him off to the next movie if they needed to. Because he did not... He's wanted to. He was wanted Han to die since the first movie. <laughs> Harrison Ford has never been super big on the Star Wars, even though that's kind of <laughs> what made him huge. But uh, another fun fact is during the scene when Han is going into the cryogenic freezing chamber, when Leia says "I love you." Han, in the original script, was supposed to say, I love you too. However, Harrison Ford's like, I don't don't, don't think uh, Han Solo would say, I love you too. So Harrison Ford actually came up with the I know line. Because he didn't feel that Han Solo would legit say, I love you too. Yeah, like that wasn't wasn't in character. I I know how selfish my character is. Let my character be selfish. He will. It's one of the greatest lines in in movie history, though. I know. know. Instead of "I love you too," (laughs) I know. It's so cocky. It is one of the greatest lines in cinema. I love that. What solidifies it? Pun intended. (laughs) I think what solidifies it is the fact that he's about. He's about to supposedly die, like by mm-hmm. no cryogenically. And instead being of frozen. just saying "I love you too," he says, "I know." Just it's, go out it's with so a cocky great. little retort. It's like, 
I will excuse me, princess. I know. <laughs> and uh, so Luke, Luke takes the bait, comes in, and starts fighting Darth Vader, who brings up a slight issue. Luke. I am your father. Yeah, um, I'm your dad. You should probably be doing what I say. Um, the dark side has cookies. Everything's great here. Well, we actually, it was mur- more like... It was more like, uh... Oh, what did, did, oh, did Obi-Wan tell you about your father? He told me enough. He told me you killed him. Uh, no. yeah, uh, that's not... That's not what happened. No. I am your father. I am your daddy. That's actually one of those, uh, what do they call it? A meme? Um, No. Uh, you know one of those things that everybody thinks the line is? Everybody thinks the line is, Luke, I am your father. It's not Luke, I am your father. (laughs) It's no, I am your father. Uh... We're, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. But yeah, the line is, no, I am your father. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. But, yeah, like, yeah. we're literally hanging from, you know, outer space and all that. Um, dark he side is pretty nice off. here. You get to have a jacuzzi. You get to, you get to murder babies. Murdering babies is the best part of all this. <laughs> you get oh, to... I remember back in 2,847. I, uh... I looked those kids dead in the, the eye. The emperor just said, uh... Order 66, and it was my job to kill all the young Jedi. And, oh, I killed the young ones. So many young oh, ones. Oh, you should have looked, saw the look on their face, Luke. It was the those best. Little, those little brats used to throw toilet paper at the walls. Well, now I threw toilet paper down one's throat, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Darth Vader's all like, I'm the best at killing young Jedi. Nobody's better than me. The best. One of them them really liked my candy apples, so, you know, I beat her to death with it, and then, you know, and then I cut open her head. Mm. I also uh, took one of them, walked her over to her parents. Okay, you're gonna have to listen to me on this one. I took her over to her parents, and then I cut her stomach open while she was alive, of course. Why why would I use anesthesia? I don't even know how that shit works. Um, and then I cut their stuck stomach open and then make their parents eat the stomach. Okay. It's really dark for Star Wars. I'm Darth Vader. I'm your dad. Dark side is pretty awesome because you get to do shit like that. Okay. I'm... I know you probably in doubt that I'm actually your father. Space is pretty big. It, it, I understand. But we both came from Tatooine. So it makes complete stance. I'm not, I'm never going back there again, though, because 
because sand kind of gets all icky and grimy. And I'm also wearing this suit that if sand gets inside, ah, uh, would uh, be funny. Uh, <laughs> would, it, would it be funny if that's how they bonded? I hate sand. I do too, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> sand sucks ass. I'm pretty sure sand is what killed my parents. I mean, it could have also right. been your men, but... You're right, we both hate sand. Let's go overthrow the Emperor like you suggested. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, and I, I like and how I Darth kids... Vader's like all about overthrowing the Emperor right off the bat. He's like, yeah. we could rule as father and son. Yeah, so. we could... Yeah, you know what? We're gonna... Yeah, I, I know, Father, you're... You're... Your vision of the future is fantastic. I will join the dark side. I know a bunch <laughs> of kids who are really annoying. Some who aren't, who aren't annoying. That'll make it even more fun to murder and kill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hell on, son. They're good people. We don't kill good kids. But I want to kill good kids, daddy. <laughs> I'm surprised that Darth Vader wasn't like, Emperor... Can we destroy Tatooine with our giant space laser gun? <laughs> Let's destroy yeah. Tatooine. Why? Yeah, well, Cause I hate sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll blow up Tatooine, Dad. We'll we're going to we're going to overthrow the Emperor. We're going to kill him, and we'll rule the dark side. And then I will kill you because that is how the dark side works. When you have an apprentice, even if he's your own son, they kill you. Wait, what? Huh? No, that's not how this works. <laughs> I wonder... It's kind of weird that the Emperor and Yoda are... I mean, Yoda's quite a bit in this one, but the Emperor is not in this hardly at all. So Emperor was all just in the third movie. Right. He shows up one time for Darth Vader to talk to him. And he's not in the first one at all. They never even mentioned the Emperor. I don't think he was... I don't think they knew about the Emperor by the, the first movie. So anyways, uh, what did you think of Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back? I think so far... I mean, it's... In my opinion, it's not up there with, like, Episode 3. Episode 3 is awesome, in my opinion. Probably probably the best Star Wars movie, in my opinion. I don't know, though. Um, but I I think it's... In, to me, it's in between Episode 3 and Rogue One. Well, like, it's, it's not as good as Episode 3, but it is better than Rogue One. In that, um, in that spectrum. I don't know. So, episode five, I understand why it's considered one of the greatest sequels of all time. I think for the longest time, I think it legit was one of the greatest sequels of all time. I think because of new technology, we, we get new movies. You know, that's kind of waned a bit. But <laughs> story-wise, this is still an iconic movie. Like I said, the I Know line is still extremely iconic. No, I Am Your right. Father, another iconic... I mean, there's just so many iconic scenes in this movie. 
And it's our first introduction to Yoda. And who doesn't love some good old Yoda puppet? Yeah. And this movie is also where we get the uh, um, Seagulls song. Oh, yeah. And rolling. Jump, jump. I can be your backpack. Why run, you... run, run, jump. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be a backpack while you climb. Yes. It's such a dumb song. song, but it's 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 a fun song. It's a fun dumb song. It is. I'm I'm giving All this right. movie uh ten out of ten lightsabers. Ten out of ten cryogen cryo uh Cryostatic Hans. That's that's so, that's my rating for this movie. So you're you're even though you think episode three is better, you're giving this a perfect score? I think my rating for episode three was based on like the over like um the faults in the uh in the good stuff. Stop making me think about this, dude. I'm trying to have fun with this podcast. Fair enough. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Take it or leave it. I think this is about an 8.75. An 8.75? 8.75. I think it's... Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down, okay? Calm down? not okay. (laughs) Not okay? I don't know. I think this is a very good movie. It, yeah. it is. I mean, it it's not as it is a little dated. I think we can all agree. I and mean, this is 1980. It's pretty dated. But it's still like story-wise it's really good. Um I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. This Yeah. I think this more than the first movie really brought me into Star Wars. I enjoyed the first movie. I enjoyed this one a lot more. Alright. Um, did you have a favorite scene from Star Wars? I mean, oh, it's obvious. Oh, it's definitely the whole lightsaber situation. Especially the climax with the dark side. Dark side is cookies, son. I know I, I know this comes out of shock to you, but uh, now, I'm your dad. I did not kill your dad. Your uh, your master who told you that that I killed your dad was actually the person who almost killed your dad. But it's also standing right in front of you. Here, if I take off my mask here, uh, I gotta have to hold my breath because okay. Say that, yeah. Um, your your master Obi Wan, or I'm sorry, Ben Ben Kenobi. He's the one who did that to me. Okay. Why is Darth Vader in your world like a country bumpkin? What? I said, why is Darth Vader in your world a country bumpkin? Because it's fun to say, Dad. In a very country-esque accent. I'm your dad. How about we let... 
the real Darth Vader say it. I know that oh, noise. No. That's music. Oh no. Why is my uh I want you to clean up this room now, son. <laughs> I told you to stay out of the cookies. Those were daddy's coke cookies. This is also our best, our first best, like, lightsaber fight. I'm gonna have to pay for that cocaine with your hand. <laughs> That's where Darth Vader's like, you little shit. Oh. Damn it, it fell down again. Just like you destroyed my cookies. My cookies, as we call them. It hurt like hell, okay? <laughs> Search your failings, Mr. Mr. Dimplehead. I'm sorry you weren't a natural blonde, son. Every blonde kid kind of has to get brown hair eventually. Yeah, it doesn't look too far down. And you'll see a world of imagination, son. <laughs> That's God it. damn it's it, like, not oh, again. Fuck. <laughs> Wee! I hate slide. it when my kids do that to me, man. They just jump off cliffs every time because it's cool <laughs> or something. It's not cool. This is rebellious stuff from kids these days, man. This is... This is this is a piece of shit, kid. Why are kids like this these days? Anyways. See, I am your father. I'm surprised 
Never mind. I was going to make a joke about Megan Trainer, but never mind. I am your father. You'll listen to me. We'll take out the dark side. If someone's listening. No? Son, you are the weirdest fuck frack in the world. What? Okay. I am, uh... For me... That's a really good scene, but I'm going to counter that scene with another scene. Both are things that we both pretty much talked about. Um, oops. One second, I don't have it yet. Why don't you just tell, yeah. tell people you, you just... Tell people what? Tell people what your favorite scene is. Uh, dramatic effect? Com it's called communication, Father. Dramatic Have effect. Have some communication skills. It's not like I can just pull up something from YouTube and show it to the screen. You have the power. You should not exercise a bunch of power. Dad. That's the scene. Oh. <laughs> tell our son... Tell our future son, Ray, that you were a whore. Dramatic, dramatic effect because I wanted to just show the scene. Jeez. Chewie. Chewie's Chewie's Han's real love. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a hoe too. Aww. It's two hoes. I just I love I love the I know scene. It's a great scene. Yeah, I love you. Iconic. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say every time you kids try to say that crap to me. I know. Shut up. <laughs> You're gonna get your face clocked. <laughs> you We're going to choose violence father. every time, Dad. Violence. Violence is the answer. No, wait. Violence is not the answer. Violence is the question. The answer is yes. Okay. Alright, <laughs> so... We've given our ratings, so now, what are, do you think that Rotten Tomatoes gave Star Wars Episode Five? Oh, I imagine it is high, higher than Darth Vader on a Coke night. Um, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna say ninety-five for critics. 
and 89 for audience. I'm thinking hundreds both ways. Alrighty. I'm getting bold. It's, it's considered the greatest uh, sequel of all time. And I'd like to believe that's what the critics gave it. And the audience. Let's take a look here. Yeah. I'm mostly right. Uh, 94% critics. 97% audience. But yeah, it's it's pretty well loved, though. I would argue. It's in a mantra. Chewie. Chewie's his long lost brother. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the only answer. Mm. Lando. Lando Carcassian. They fight like brothers. Uh, my. Uh, uh. Uh, so my cinemantra is: if you could send anybody else to the cryogenic freezing chamber on in the Empire Strikes Back. What character would you choose instead of Han Solo? No, I wanted to keep it with the Star Wars characters.
Okay. C3PO. Gotcha. Good choice. I kind of meant that Darth Vader chose someone else, not somebody falling in, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, is there anything else you need to want to say about Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back? Nine. I don't know if it makes I don't know if it makes sense to throw Freepio in there since he's a robot or a cyborg and not a human, but got it. Is there anything else you want to say about Star Wars episode five, The Empire Strikes Back? There's less flaws in this one. Probably say the highs of the episode three make you like it more, but there's less flaws to this movie. Anyways, where can people find you? You can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, the TikToks. You can also find me on Dragon Blazer Pro on the Twitchers. I don't know what that face is. But Afina Zane. Oh, once again. Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.